Welcome to the Double Deuce Podcast, an amazing show that lasts only 22 minutes and is for you, the listener. So soak it up. So here are your two big beer hosts, Will Averill and Nelson. Hey, Will, hit the timer. And we're in... Double Deuce. Episode 390. Yeah. Yeah. First try. First try. Only 10 away from another live show. We're going to have to... Get that booked here pretty soon. That's in a couple yeah. of months. So yeah. yeah, a little summer show. Yeah. That'll be nice. Yeah. We'll have to do it somewhere nice. Yeah. Maybe RPG boardroom again. Yeah. yeah. I'll get in touch nice with, there. with with old Matt. He's a friend. Yeah, right, two two and a half months basically. You know, everybody there has been so lovely every time we've been there. And if you haven't been to a live show yet, this is a good opportunity for you to maybe get off your ass and come. Plus, you've only got like four or five more opportunities. We're running low on we're, it. We 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 talked talked about stopping at five hundred, mm-hmm. and that's still as far as I know our plan. I think we're gonna go a little past that, but not a lot. Like yeah. five hundred is we're gonna. There's a wind down after yeah. the five hundred, yeah. but. Uh, yeah. It's like when you work out on a treadmill, like, the last five minutes mm-hmm. or, like, cool down. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's, there's like, some, uh, there's some, like, a belief to hit, like, 10 years. We got to go past 500, and it feels like, why not hit 10 years when you're that close? Yeah. And yeah. then there's a couple other things. I remember looking at a schedule and noticing some stuff. So, we'll go a little past 500. Well, and I got to get in shape for the nude calendar. Yeah. 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 So, uh, there you go. Um, yep, because we're gonna do the calendar of Will nudes every yep. every month a different Will nude. Yeah, but in in like uh, different like little hints of outfits, like for yeah. the for the for the professional band, the James Bond, I'll have like a, a bow tie and nothing else. And mm-hmm. for like the cats uh, version, I'll have like a, a tail and, mm-hmm. and nothing else. Like the ears, probably, and maybe the ears, maybe the ears. We get somebody to like face paint you too, or is that too far? I mean, it depends on who we meet before. We're done with That's the true. show. Are you so. a good face painter? Hashtag paint me up. Person. DD for double deuce. So that way we know where to go. You know, it's it's really uh, it's really sad that, you know, I, I feel like our hashtags, you know, I, I don't go on Twitter as much anymore. And I think a lot of people aren't because it's turned into a cesspool. But that takes me through to uh, sort of my next uh, like corner i want to do nerd night corner because yeah. i've actually accepted uh a position as a as a co-boss at nerd night because i believe nerd night's a really important event and i want to see it keep going here in Lawrence. uh so i'm i'm now co-bossing um try to keep it on the down low you mm-hmm. know don't want to make it a, a big thing but if you're uh if you got something you geek out about, um, come to come to Nerd Night and, and, and do a speech. How many co-bosses are there? There right now there are. Is there four. a boss of bosses? There's no boss of, of bosses. It's a, it's a it's sort of like a, like a sort of communism but with authoritarian bent. Okay. Yeah. Is that like fascism? Maybe I don't know. But, well, I mean, there's failed communism where it, it never ter- reverts to the people. It just stays with the elite that initially are smoothing because there's. Technically, you're supposed to be like the transitional, where you have like a transitional group, and then you give the power to the people. Yeah. And the problem with certain communisms that we've had is that that next step doesn't happen all that often. Yeah. Well, or it I mean, only happens in by word, but not by deed, because it still stays with like high party leadership. I feel like any teacher could tell you that giving things over to the people is a terrible idea. I mean, it's uh, it's a it can be fraught is yeah it can be fraught it, especially because it 
Like, how good a system do you have in place? Are you informing these people accurately as to what's happening with things? Yeah, yeah. Because uh, people are going to do people stuff, and you can't trust it. So, if you're not going to get involved in a communist revolution on May 10th, which is a, a Wednesday, come to Nerd Night at uh, at Maselli's. Um, I, I, I will be there. I may, I don't know if I'll be on stage or not, but I'll be there. And uh, we'll be we'll be talking. We we'll nerd nerding it up. Nice. Yeah, it's I exciting. won't be there. I have a prior commitment. You have D and D on that night. I do. You you are you you play that for role, a while that, now. Role playing games. You mm-hmm. know. Um, I think we're getting close to two years on that game I've been running mm. on, on the onlines. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. That's a good. I can't remember when we started, but it was summertime. It was it was like summertime twenty twenty in the the. The heart of the pandemic. Yeah, yeah. I I think for my my fiftieth, which is coming up way too quickly, but it's still a year away. Yeah. Uh, I I think I want to I think I want to do that Air D and D idea where it's like get an Airbnb mm-hmm. and then just like do like a whole weekend of just like gaming fun. Um, right on. And uh, and you know have maybe a campaign or something. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And maybe try to get some of the Brits would which would be cool. Yeah. Some, you know, some of our British friends they play D and D too. Hell yeah. Yeah. Anyway, do you play D and D? Let us know. Uh, I D and D. Hashtag I D and D. He's saying that little, little squeaky voice. Yeah. I D and D guys. Uh, lots of controversy in the D and D world right now with the open gaming license and the five E and the it got that. it got fairly smoothed over, but I feel like there's still some. Uh, there's still a little mistrust. There's still a little like, what's up with that? Yeah. There's also the like, because uh, they're doing the the weird like half redo of the system where they're like, is it D and D one that's coming out? And it's it's meant to that the new stuff will be still compatible with just five E, but they're like tweaking some stuff. It looks like, which I appreciate that they're not just like redoing it all. Yeah, and then apparently like stuff coming out from now on will be. We'll give you the like. Here's the differences between five E and one for you to be able to run it how you like. I appreciate that they at least didn't just try to let's do a whole new system because I would be like, I'm gonna keep doing five E for a while because <laughs> I got a lot of the books and things. Right. I did right. like they they did though they bought the D and D Beyond like they merged that because that was its own independent thing and it was like a good online resource, but you still had to like buy stuff. And now there's going to be some synchronicity with the buying stuff between both. And uh, I think, feel like they're looking, they're still trying to refine their own uh, virtual tabletop stuff. I don't know. I feel like there's a little bit of them realizing that Roll20 and some other places really like lapped them in doing shit virtually. Now they're trying to play catch up with yeah. some of that. I don't know. It's not, I feel like it's less tumultuous than it was like several months back, but it's still got some weird, there's a couple of things that I looked at at the one that I was like, well, that's a nice thing, but I could also just add that into the 5e. It is interesting, you know, I, I would, I, I had thought that the virtual tabletops would go away sort of once COVID went away, but uh, it seems like it's kind of here to stay. Yeah, uh, well, there's plenty of people gaming who aren't all in the same place, or where it's also like your little. It's easier to maybe just hop on the computer than go to someone's house. I yeah, feel like too, yeah. even if you're mostly in the same place, but especially if you've got a couple out of out of towners. Well, it's like our Monday yeah. group. We got like my cousin; he's in Ohio, so he yeah. gets to play. 
which is exciting. And uh, and Kay, who I think prefers to play from mm-hmm. home, just because she well she moves around quite a bit, yeah. goes to places. It's nice on a Monday because I feel like Monday I've got a bunch of shit that I try to get done during the day, and so it's easier to just hop on the computer when it's all done. Because yeah. a lot of times I'm like squeaking in just at time <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> anyway, right. as opposed to let's just get started in a more timely fashion. So, uh, yeah, let us know. Are you are you playing virtually? Or are you playing uh, uh, in person? Let us know. Hashtag, uh, here's how I play, DD. I, um, you know, I'm sad that we don't have an intern anymore to record these because I feel like I keep yeah. throwing them into the mix. And, and I don't always get them written down in the notes. I try I to know. grab at least one or two, depending on how many you're getting thrown out there. I feel like the last couple episodes have been heavy on it. Maybe I'm trying to one-handedly save Twitter. I don't know. Last couple times I've been on there, I've been like, uh, I don't It's wanna. a different vibe in general, but it's been a different vibe for a while, but now it's it's especially... I, I feel I, like it's you still there's still value there, but that value is diminishing. Out of nowhere, I started getting, uh, like... Uh, notifications from posts by like Kyle Rittenhouse, and I'm like, I don't want anything to do with that fucking guy. Why yeah. is oh, why am I suddenly getting like a weird like you know? Aren't you? Here's one thing I've noticed because there's people who've talked. Uh, that's not a thing I've seen as much. Are you following any like Republican personalities anywhere anyway? Even if it's for like I'm um, keeping track of what they're up to, or like, I mean, I, I, I follow a couple something. of Kansas legislature Republicans. See, it might be that because yeah. I don't follow any of those motherfuckers, yeah. and I don't get that stuff sent to me. And I feel like there's a bunch of people who are like it's like half my fee now, but uh, but they're like journalists who also like keep track of shit like that, or maybe yeah. I'm like it's probably because they're looking at who you follow and then they're extrapolating out of who you follow. Because I I will see a little bit more of that. The thing that sucks now is the like. The, the mob of like Elon loving blue checks, then that's what who they're that they like pump them up in comments. So a lot of times it's you can't, it used to be you could still like look around in the comments a little to see to get a little more clarity about a thing, and now they like raise those up in the comments. So you gotta like hunt through that. They're like two thirds of the top comments are. are bullshit now, which is a shame. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of it's a lot of problems. They're also the in real time, figuring out like why the blue checks were the way they were before and trying to recreate it on the fly. Weirdly realizing it's, it's a whole lot of like, let's change this thing. And then be like, Oh, Oh, that's why it was that. That's <laughs> <laughs> what I've noticed. Right. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, and uh, it just comes down again, once again, to the fact that Elon Musk is a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. Did, I did. He, I did do a little money and, and, and jumped on some shit in a timely manner. I, I did do a little, uh, a little. Did like, you see where his rocket the other day like destroyed its launching pad and blew up like soon after it launched? And they were trying to be like, we meant it to do that. And it's like you didn't mean it to blow up your launch pad, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, oh man. When your billionaires <laughs> behave like your seven year old, it's uh, it's a delightful thing. Um, no, I, I, I was, I was definitely I did the little poll of, uh, of my Twitter like world of like, hey, who's still using this? And um, you know, got a few responses back, but it definitely doesn't seem to have. And, and granted, I'm not putting as much into it. Not that I ever put a huge amount into it because I always felt like 
like screaming down the hallway, like, hey, look at me in high school and then nobody answering you, you know, like that's how the whole vibe of Twitter feels to me. Like yeah. you're just yelling shit for the sake of yelling shit and occasionally you'll get some play on it. But, um, you know, Facebook is really where uh, I feel like my combination of like verbiage and imagery. Well, and it's all it's all your own friends on Facebook as opposed to just out in the world. That's right, and so I you guess you know, I just like to, I like to stack the deck, you know. Yeah. Uh, why? Well, I mean, why? Why wouldn't you? You know, control the conditions. That's yeah. That's just basic statecraft. It's true, but you also have another evil billionaire on top of that. Wow, that's true. I mean, can you be a, a good billionaire? Are there any? Nah, probably. I don't know. Probably not. It, it's hard to get that much money and and do things all above board. Yeah, yeah. I think you're hurting somebody to get that rich, right? It just yeah. Like bare minimum, you're wage theft, and yeah, yeah, most likely. Um, speaking of wage thefting, uh, did I tell you about my Jeff Bezos the musical? Mm-mm. Oh yeah. Well, like, hear me out, okay? Hear me out. Like, Bo Burnham did a series of of uh, of Bezos songs, and my kid was like really into these, and I was listening to him, and I'm like, you know, I think there's fodder for a delightful sort of. Uh, in the style of Victor, ironic musical, mm-hmm. um, the Bezos musical. Uh, now, I did want to make sure that I was uh, being on the uh, up and up about this. So I did send a, uh, an email to Bo Burnham saying, hey, I uh, love your songs. You know, can we make it? You know, how would you feel if it was a musical? Um, never, you know, never heard back. Uh, but I've at least done due diligence that way. Yeah. Um, and uh, and it, it can be, you can, you know, try harder if you start getting... To the point where, like, okay, this is coming together in my right, new thing. Right. Now we can try to a little harder to get a hold of him about it. Yeah, but I just I feel like there's there's a, there's a not only are, are, is there a ton of material there. Yeah, um, you know, and like like songs like I don't have time to poop when you talk about yeah. money stuff is like like the workers who can't like the delivery drivers who poop in their in their cars because they yeah. don't have time to they're in their wagon their vans mm-hmm. uh and and you know and, and obviously you have the, the Elon musk song in there and a few other billionaire songs in there uh as like hidden enemies but the great thing is um you know lawrence's own patrick kelly mm-hmm. uh like roughly bezos's age within a 10-year range uh, yeah. bald yeah white yeah uh, and can sing and dance. There we go. So Patrick Kelly as Jeff Bezos in Jeff Bezos the Musical at Liberty Hall. And now I, I know that, that this is kind of a weird way to spring this on you, but uh, you're going to help me write it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I should have talked to you about this not on air, but... Uh, yeah. Now we're but no, it's fine. I okay. mean, I, I'm, I'm interested in the project. I figure we get a few of our, our, our Victor Continental lyricist friends in on it. There was that little, it, it, it ended up not, there's that little bit of like, is he going to maybe buy the Washington Commanders? Because it's like, I don't like him either, but I like him better than Daniel Snyder. And that's before all the bad things that came out about Daniel Snyder. It's just, we haven't <laughs> liked him for a long time because he was always kind of a jerk and he's bad at running football teams. And But then you found out a lot of worse stuff about him and you're like, he's got to go. Yeah. And actually, for a long time, Washington fans have been like, he's got to go since pretty much after the RG3 getting hurt after that rookie season. And you're like, well, I feel like there's no hope now. By like 2011, we were like, that motherfucker got to go. And now it's 2023. Yeah. And he, he's just now getting forced out. 
forced out with billions of dollars in his pocket because that's how it works when you're made to sell your sports team. You make a lot of money doing it. And then, and then it's a double-edged sword of like... You know, I, I, I watch things like Succession and, mm-hmm. and see things like, you know, the billionaires... That's been crazy this season, this last it's season. Been good. It's been good. Yeah. Um, but, uh, and you're like, oh yeah, you know, it gets to a point where, first of all, not only do you not really have to work, second of all, you don't really have to... Uh, you don't have to succeed. Like, you can no. fail and be okay. Well, it's the, especially the, you don't have to work. I'll give you that, like, your decisions are big, but at the same time, you don't really, a lot of people don't pay much penalty for making them badly. And so, <laughs> there's that, like, it kind of cuts against that idea of, like, these decisions are big decisions that affect a lot of things, and if they go great, great, and if they go bad, that's bad. But at the same time, it never goes bad, that bad for them. Right, right, yeah, yeah. Like, the worst that happens is, like, people won't hire them anymore, and so they've got to not work, but still have a lot of money. Right, right, or they lose, like... uh, But it's, I feel like that's a lot of the reward there, because you already had a lot of money, most of those people. It's the status of, like, I run a big company and make big decisions and I'm important. And so that's the thing they don't want to lose by making bad decisions. Like the bad decisions that hurt like workers, they don't really care that much about. They care about, oh, no, now I can't run a company anymore. And and that's what all my self-worth is generated through, that and money. But the money's still there. I just can't. Now I'm not a big shot. Right, right. But, you know, one one thing I think the the succession does so brilliantly is like they – Shows that like when you have that amount of money, it's it's, it's the royal fa- family paradox. It's mm-hmm. like they don't ever have to worry about money, but their taste is so bad. Mm-hmm. Like, like you know, it's like like once you hit a certain amount of money where you can get all of the things, then uh, what then? Like like it gets to a point where it's like there's not much else. I mean, you know, I feel like with imagination, you can find ways to travel and have fun and. and well, there's there's that they did that out. study where it's like the the happiest that money can make you is when you make like two hundred grand a year, and from then on, it's all diminishing returns on yeah. the amount of money you have because you just need enough money that you don't have to worry about money and can still enjoy a lot of extra creature comforts, have disposable income beyond just like simple disposable income. You can like travel, you can maybe have multiple residences, even. Yeah, there's that. Yeah, it's like I that's mean, where it tops I out. Mind, I wouldn't mind having the Norwich house and the the American yeah, house. Yeah, you can do and, that you know, potentially yeah. with the in that two hundred grand range. Yeah, yeah, Maybe yeah. it's gone up a little, but it's still like you don't even have to be a millionaire yeah. to be that happy with the amount of money you have. And so much of that is still the like you don't have to worry about money really. Yeah, that it's that that amount of money is still baked in at least that it's not losable. It's not completely tied to your job, or it's not. Uh, I don't, know. I don't know that we have a lot of billionaires who listen to this podcast, but uh, if you are a billionaire listening in, uh, we'd love to hear from you. Like, yeah. do your billions make you happy? Um, mm-hmm. Elon, like you're, you're listening. I know you are. No, nothing know. makes him happy because he just wants people to like him, and all he does <sighs> is make people like him less. Can you imagine if that was your problem? Like, all you wanted to do was make people like you, and all you could do is be uh, just make make them like you less. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's just... at least the, when, when you look at like a Bezos, I don't know exactly what fuels him. So I, I don't know if he lives in disappointment despite the, the wealth. Elon Musk, you can see that he does. You can see yeah. how much he wants to be liked and thought of as funny or charming. And you can see that he's terrible at it. And everyone, he's got the weird like sycophants, but you can also tell that like, 
it's that uh, your booze mean nothing. I've seen what makes you cheer kind of thing. It's like <laughs> right. none of those people's opinions matter that much at the end of the day. Right. Um, in the same way, too, that like Trump was always mad about it. actual like people with sway or like class or culture didn't like him. And that's who he was trying to impress. And it never worked out for him. And that's part of why he's how he is. Wow. Wow. It's that, yeah, money, money don't buy class, Will. And at the same time, you know, I, I, the, the older I get, the more I realize that we're all just our six-year-old selves walking around in grown-up clothing, trying to fucking make it work, trying to make that disconnect mm-hmm. work. Yeah, you're trying to make friends. Yep, trying to make friends on the playground, but the playground gets shittier and shittier. Mm-hmm. And especially at that rate, like, you're trying to make friends who don't care about your money, but all you can do is make friends that care about your money because oh you're not a God. good person. You know, one thing I've seen from working in the development world here in Lawrence, Kansas, is that, you know, if you're if you're a person of means in Lawrence, Kansas, there are so many people who are going to, there, there are 530 nonprofits, of which 200 or so are in, you know, pretty viable condition and maybe a hundred have development directors mm-hmm. and they all want to talk to you. Yeah. And it's like, uh, I don't, it's, it's a, it's a, it's, it must be difficult. It's gotta be hard too. Cause you don't want to just like dismiss anyone out of hand. Cause it's like, look, I only can do so much. Um, right. Right. Yeah. That's why I'd never begrudge anybody for saying no, can't do it. Cause it's like, yeah, yeah I, I get it. A lot it. of times you know, you've got your like maybe handful of things. You're like, I support these things that are important to me. And then there might be other things you're like, well, that's important too. But here's the thing: I'm already supporting five things, <laughs> right? Right. Uh, and well, we, I don't think we have any billionaires that should be able to support all kinds of stuff. I don't think we have any billionaires. I, I do. I, I think uh, that you know that the, the dude who uh, who was one of the main creators of Google Earth is in town, and I think yeah, he, he's probably got some money. And I know probably. there's another guy who lives in North Lawrence who's a property developer who's got some serious. Uh, There's a. I watched. Have you? Did you see this show that's on Apple called Extrapolations? Mm. That is, it's basically like a through time, like climate change running rampant. I, I one of the characters Kit Harrington plays. He's like the head of the like big corporation that's called. Uh, I think it's called Alpha, and it's a little bit like standing in in a way for like uh, Amazon and a bunch of other shit. Like everybody's like home shit is like Alpha. Uh, uh, it's like replaced Google and Amazon. But the best part, you got Kit Arrington, because it travels, like, from the first episode to the last episode, you're like, I think we're in, like, 2070 or something by the time that season wraps, Uh, and he's been, like, running this thing forever, and in the last episode, they're starting to, like, charge billionaires with ecocide for fucking the earth up, and he's on trial. They've, like, made him up a lot, where you can see, like, they've added a bunch of wrinkles to his neck. But then his face is like weirdly stretched <laughs> to look young, to where his eyes almost like have a weird curl up and things. He he looks weirdly ghoulish now in the end of it, and is he's got like his his rich buddies like negotiating weird like doing weird like like bartering for how much carbon to take out of the air once they develop shit that can do it in like his study while he's like meeting with other people. They like makes them come into that room blindfolded because they can't see who's in there making these arrangements and shit. <laughs> and it's like just getting people murdered while he's on. And also his lawyer in that last episode is the dude who's been in a bunch of shit. He's the guy who was uh, Nick Offerman's uh, lover in the, in, in the uh, last of us. And he played, oh, okay. he, he was in the Chippendales Murray. miniseries. Mur- too. Murray yeah. from, uh, He's playing like the uh, lawyer. He's like, look, one, don't kill people. <laughs> Two. <laughs> <laughs> 
yes. It's it's not a bad little show. There's a, there's a kind of a, a weird episode that's the second to last one that is almost a weird like climate change. Who's afraid of Virginia Wolf? Where it's Forrest Whitaker and Marion Cotillard are this couple, and then Forrest Whitaker's protege is Toby McGuire, and he shows up with like his young date to this New Year's party where Forrest Whitaker is announcing that he is like getting his brain downloaded. There, there's a new there's a new fucking product that it's like we'll download your essence into this machine, and then once the Earth is livable again, we'll bring you back in a new body. <laughs> And so he's like, this is my going away party. And there's a whole fucking weird thing. There's even like a weird child thing. It's like, you guys just, who's afraid of Virginia Woolf this? And it's impressive in a lot of ways. That's um, wild. Oh, that's my alarm. Yeah. That's a completely separate alarm. <laughs> but we're also over. Yeah. You know, we were going to talk about Mandalorian and we didn't get to it. And I don't, we don't have time. Well, we you talk, know what? We talk a lot of Star Wars. We're going to get to that one next time. Next time. We're going to give you guys plenty of time to watch the Mandalorian finale so that no one can spoiler. Yeah, that way we can spoil it up. And, you know, maybe we, yeah. can, maybe we can spoiler succession at that point, too. That's true. We'll, we'll like be we, a couple we more really weeks. We can that. at least, like, get into what's been happening without worrying about it. Yeah. Well, we look forward to it. Thank you for joining us, everyone. Uh, yeah. Hey, don't forget to... Sign up for the Patreon if yeah. you haven't already. You'll get There's been a it. lot of Ollie content on there lately. If you've yeah. been if you've been waiting to be like, what's the real good content on this thing? Oh man, that gremlin butt There's been at least like thing. an Ollie thing a month for the last few months. That gremlin butt thing. Oh wow. Wow, wow, wow. That was wild. Yeah. Today he was running around the house going, Man, ain't it good to be a gangster? I think I mentioned that already. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's that's his jam now. It's it's a good it's a good song. It's a good ethos. Yep. Well, double deuce. <laughs> well, double deuce. I <laughs> do say. Didn't see you come in there. <laughs> double deuce. Double your deuce. This has been Double Deuce Podcast. If you thought the intro sounded bad, this outro sounds even worse. Thanks for listening. I don't know how you did, but if you're trying to listen to more, we're everywhere. Libsyn, Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, fucking everywhere. That's right. Wherever fine podcasts are made, we'll be there. Also, you can reach out to us on social medias. We're at Double Deuce Pod on Twitter. We're at Double Deuce Podcast on Facebook. And our email is DoubleDeucePod at gmail.com. Finally, if you want to support us, get our Patreon on. Patreon.com backslash Double Deuce Pod. Yeah, we got all kinds of stuff on there. We got me talking about things I'm seeing. We got extra minis, like the minis you find in the Decaduces. We got Will singing. Or if you want to pay for him not to sing, there is a way to pay for no singing. The world's your oyster. All kinds of stuff. All kinds of stuff. So much stuff. That's Patreon.com backslash Double Deuce Pod. Yeah! Yeah! Sorry, when you're like, wherever fine podcasts are found, I just kept thinking about that Tom Jones speech at the end of Grapes Wrath. It's like, whatever, there's a cop beating on a fine podcast. We'll be there. <laughs> Double deuce. Good episode.